What is up, everybody? Welcome to the show. This week's topic, uh, we talk about not waiting yourself out of opportunity, and that is a real thing, and it drives me a little bit crazy, but we all kind of fall victim to it. You know, it's those things that are reasons that turn into excuses that, you know, turn into robbing you of your potential, and they all kind of suck. So that's kind of what we talk about today. Also, I took a little bit of time up front to talk about something I'm really excited about. So bear with me at the very beginning um, and just bear with me for like at least the rest of the month because I'm going to keep talking about it because I'm just that excited. If you want to check out the blog that inspired this week, head over to AboveAverageLeadership.com. Click on blog. You'll see it there. Uh, Poke around the page. Lots of cool stuff. Everything's always being updated. New stuff getting dropped all the time. So be sure to check it out. Also, go over to TeamHopeLifters.com. Check out what Jess is doing. Get your ladies involved. All right. It is I, I'm not being, you know, over the top with this. Like I'm telling you what, what she's doing with ladies is like really changing lives. And I'm super proud of her, super stoked. So have your lady or whatever lady in your life, head over to teamhopelifters.com, check that out. And I hope you guys enjoy the show. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. All right, here we go. Here we go. Yep. <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. Here um, we are going. So before we get into this week's topic, there, I want to spend just a few seconds yeah. talking about something else because today is the day. Yes, it's a very exciting day. Uh, the officially official launch day of a very awesome thing that I get to be a part of that I'm super excited about. So today is the official announcement day being the 1st of February. You won't hear this until Wednesday, so... Right. Catch up. That's right. <laughs> um, but a very cool partnership with some other veterans. Uh, Liam Rogers, the my friend from the UK who's an author, wrote Dog Knife. He's involved a little bit. But what we're doing is we are doing a campaign to allow folks to sponsor veterans. Yes. To receive coaching services and a slew of other things. Yes. Uh, so I'm, I'm just a part of it. And right. my website is housing it. I am not the only entity involved <laughs> in this, though. Um you know, like one of the partners is a, a guy who I've known for a very long time named yes. Josh, who goes by Combat Crochet on all social media. Mm -hmm. So if you're not following him, please do so. TikTok is, is the spot. Right. <laughs> yeah. But at any rate, the point is, you know, like, it's a weird thing mm -hmm. being a, a veteran on the backside of service, especially, well, not especially, but if you've served during any conflict, yes. it comes with its own problem set. Right. Uh, it's a very asymmetrical one. So... Basically, what we're trying to do is we're trying to to help these folks out, of which we are a member of that community, right. get them back on track to, like, because these are folks that were apex predators. Right, you know? exactly. Like, jokingly, and this is true, though, jokingly with Josh, I was talking about it. Like, we're talking about a group of individuals. Not one of them have not taken a PT test and scored 270 or better hungover. <laughs> and now it's like they can't get out of bed something's right. broken yeah and so we're just trying to fix it the best way we can so if you have a second or even two head over to aboveaverageleadership.com click on veteran sponsorship read up on it if you're interested great get involved yes if you're not no hard feelings uh we're going to be doing a bunch of giveaways to some very cool stuff so anyway right. just wanted to talk about that real quick i was going to do in the intro and if you are a veteran and you need a little boost go to above average 
Com and no, uh, I would check out Above Average Leadership. Oh, com. Uh, right, yeah. Man, <laughs> man. Anyway, yeah, check it out. It's hundred percent free for veterans, active right. duty, like right. Sign up. ID card, DD two fourteen. All forms are accepted here. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I just wanted to hit it real quick. Intro. I was gonna do it, but I thought you know what, we'll just save it and give it a a whole two minutes and forty three seconds here right. at the top. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. Anyway topic this week also very excited i'm excited about it um <laughs> the reason i'm excited about it is like we we've discussed before a lot of the stuff that i write about and that we talk about is really always stuff that it it's so common that it becomes almost a theme of my week prior right. so interesting um and so as much as i love to get ahead on content it's like let me just see what happens next week because right. i'm sure that'll be better <laughs> And it, it's a little real world experience. Inevitably is, and this week's topic is don't out don't wait yourself out of opportunity. Opportunity, yeah. And I see it everywhere. 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 Yeah, I mean, I personal experience here, being a mom, it's like, okay, momming comes first, so anything I want to do, I'll have to wait. Right. I'll wait till this time, this time, this time. And it, you know, I think there's a, a fine line between prioritizing right. and waiting. And I think, you know, when you use the parenting example, and I, I touched on that in the blog a little bit, is it's super easy to go, okay, well, I'm I'm making my kid a priority. Right. And everybody feels good about that. Right. That's oh, great. my kids are my priority. So good. My kids are my life. The problem is, is that if everything becomes a priority over yourself, you're not going anywhere. Inevitably, what winds up happening a lot of the time is your priorities become, they morph into your excuses right. for why you didn't. Yeah. And and, and that breeds lots of bad things. some ugly resentment yeah. and anger and feelings of failure. And you, you don't want to look at these sweet little cherub faces that you brought into the world and not like them because right. you, you project the blame to them why <laughs> right. you didn't do whatever it was you were going right. to do. Right, right. Um, but I, so... You know, the example that I used in the blog, though, is so great because it's also been a part of our week. Yes. Um, if, if you haven't read it yet, I'll give you a, a little rundown, but please go check it out. But at any rate, um, our family, the children in particular, yes. have decided that they love the show Survivor. Right. And, which is great for us mm -hmm. because on Prime, there's like 30 seasons. Right. So we've got entertainment, you know. Oh, yeah, lined up for months. I don't know, maybe two at the rate they watch them. <laughs> That's true. But, but what's great is so, like, in that game, mm -hmm. there's a lot of things involved. Lots yes. of strategy, lots of right. social stuff, lots of big moves, lot, you know. Right. And what's great is Hannah, our youngest, our she's, youngest five. she's five. She's five, guys. Like, right. I need you to put that in your brain and hang on to it for a second. Yeah. In our kindergarten. five-year-old, <laughs> every single episode mm -hmm. will give a monologue. Yes. Of who she thinks needs to get voted out at tonight's tribal council. Right. And adamant. She clear and adamant, concise, with information to back it right. all up. It's not like, I don't like her hair. I'm fine. Right. No, she's like, I think this one should go because they haven't even played the game. Right. They, right. they haven't even played the game. They weren't 
truthful when they needed to be. They weren't. She will know, rebut other people when they in the room. Been. If if Maddie's like, I think it should be whoever you know right. over that person. She's like, whatever. What big move have they made? Right. What big move? And she's five. Right. She gets it. And that's the part she hones in on. She's yes. watching these grown people mm-hmm. play a game on an island somewhere, and what she's watching is what are they doing? Yes. And yes. at five. She, like me, detests the ones <laughs> that just sit on their hands right. and don't do anything. Right. And they just get drug along through the game by yes. a stronger player. Right. On the tailcoats. Or on the, on the coattails. The tailcoats. Tail whatever, man. <laughs> the coattails of someone else. But it's... And so at, at five... Yeah. Right. A kindergartner... Yes. ...is infuriated to watch that. Right. She recognizes that there needs to be some action taken or you don't deserve to be in the game. And what happens a lot of the time, right, Mm -hmm. is that person who's chilling, waiting Mm -hmm. for their opportunity to do their big move or to take control of their game or take control of their destiny in the Mm -hmm. game. That person is, you know, the the odds are stacked in their favor. Right. They're they're good looking. They're athletic. Everyone likes them. They just and they lean on that. Yes. And don't make their moves. They wait and wait and Wait. wait. And inevitably get kicked out right. by someone who's way less good at what they're doing than they are. <laughs> right. Right. And they're shocked. I mean, you know, when you're watching the show, who doesn't love a good blindside? But they could totally avoid it and I, if they took some action. Even that verbiage in the show bothers me. What, the blindside? Yes. <laughs> because if you are so detached from reality. Yeah. That you can't see your inaction is about to cost you everything. Right. You deserve to go home. Yeah. You deserve it. Right. There's no well, blind side. Particularly if it's called natural selection, brother. People, <laughs> if you're you're cooking up a good idea and maybe you've shared it with one other person or something, and then you don't do anything about it, it you're gonna get gone. Right. <laughs> there's, I, there's no other option. And that you know the reason I use that example one like been pretty survivor heavy in the house. Yeah. Um, and so it was kind of low hanging fruit for me, but it was good because I was like really struggling with the notion. Okay. How do I relate this thought? Because I think everyone does it in some regards. Like, you know, I'll, I'll pick on my own industry for a little bit. Like there are people out there right now Mm -hmm. who I know who have some like earth changing shit to say, right? Some, some (laughs) shape the world stuff to come out of their mouth. Right. And and maybe they've recorded a show. Maybe right. they've written a blog. Maybe they've done what they've got it done. And they're sitting on it. And they're waiting yeah. to put it out. Right. And that there's no other word for me to describe the emotion I feel when I think of that besides icky. Icky. It makes me feel icky. <laughs> oh, no one wants you to feel it's, icky. You know when like when you're cold and wet and like <laughs> some sand touches you. Right. Ooh, that's that's how that makes me feel. <laughs> and like maybe it's sand with maple syrup. Ew. So it's sticky icky. Ew, sticky icky. Right. Ew, that's bad. And it, it just, <laughs> look, it hurts my brain. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times what happens with this waiting is people are wrapped up around the unattainable notion of perfection. Right, right. I'm going to wait until... It comes out at the perfect time and all these eyes are going to see it and all of the people are going to love it because it's going to be this profound thing right when they need it and I'm going to skyrocket to the top right. and it's going to be smooth sailing. And that's unfortunately not the way it works. And <laughs> look, I, 
I am a card-carrying algorithm geek. Yes. All right? I stay on top of algorithms. Absolutely. I make sure I know peak <laughs> engagement times for platforms. I, like, I, I care about this stuff. Right. I check on it regularly. Yeah. I'm a numbers guy. <laughs> but I don't let that dictate what I do. No. Um, because if I get a piece of content wrapped mm -hmm. or I'm late or early or whatever, whatever the case may be, like, it's coming out. Yes. It's, it's coming out. Right. Put it out there. You know, and I don't care because here's the deal. Look, and this this is a, a message to the people I was talking about a second ago who <laughs> have it done and they're waiting. Yeah. Like, the right person's going to see it. Yes. If it's that hot. Right. It's going to hit. I promise. Right. And whether it's immediately or in six weeks, the right person is going to see it. And it's going to hit and it's going to be awesome. And here's the other thing, you know, talking, you and I talked about this a little bit earlier in the day mm -hmm. is that when it, when it comes to what I do, mm -hmm. you know, I've got a lot of content. Yes. I write every week. I record a show every week. I'll do a video every week. Mm -hmm. um, I'm doing live stuff. I'm engaging on social media. Like I, I do a lot of stuff. Right. And sometimes, you know, hundred views right. or more or some, the show blows up. Right. Um, sometimes not so much, right? <laughs> right. but that doesn't, but, but it's out there. That's the point. Right. It's out there. It's so out when there. it comes down to, I'm on a short list of five speakers right. for this engagement and it comes time to Google, right? Buddy, you Google Travis Crutcher right now. Right. I've got it locked down. Yeah. You're locked all the hits. down. <laughs> yeah. Images, videos. It's all me, baby. Right. I'm it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. And that, but that's exactly what you want. And that's exactly what you've done on purpose. Right. By consistently showing up, even even when something didn't hit the way you thought it was going to, or something that you didn't think was going to, just skyrocketed and away it went. And so in my career field, my content is my resume. Right. This This is... You know, that's right. the, the old ERB for me coming from unit <laughs> to unit, right? Like right. your awards and decorations show up two months before you do. They know what you did. Same thing with my career now. My content is my resume for am I qualified for what you're looking for? Right. Exactly. And here's what I, I want people to get is that is directly translatable to everyday life. Yes. Your actions mm -hmm. or lack thereof right. are your resume for life, man. <laughs> right. 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 You, you, you can't wait for the optimal time to live. Right. <laughs> but you're in it. You're in it. But so everyone, you get know, after it. If you were to ask someone what their goal is, yeah. where do you see yourself in five years? Okay, great. That's your goal. Yeah. So show me a resume that's moving you towards that. Right. right. What actions are you taking to even get there? Right. Are you going to sit there and wish for it for five years? That's not going to get you any closer. You're going to have to take some steps. What did we say earlier? We were talking about wishes. I was like, man, I hope you got a lot of birthdays coming up because your wish basket's awful full. <laughs> it's true, though. There's, there's, no, there's no time for anyone when they're like, okay, everything's perfect, and now I'm going to start. It, it, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. If you're waiting for perfect, it's never going to be there. There's always going to be chores to be done, bills to pay, people you need to deal with. There's always going to be whatever relationship that needs to be handled in right. a good way, in a difficult way, whatever it is. There's always stuff. You're going to have to figure out how to prioritize things to, to get your dreams at the top and that steps that you need to take to get there moving forward. You know, it's interesting you brought relationships in it. Like, what? <laughs> 
I was doing a, a coaching session with someone recently mm-hmm. and talking about, you know, content and, and all that good stuff. And the pod, this show yeah. came up in conversation mm-hmm. and I, I challenged the person with a question. I said, do you think <laughs> that I'm able to do a show every week right. with my wife right. about topics that I wrote about? Mm-hmm. And we go into that thing like smiling and holding hands every week. <laughs> We've been together since 1997. Right. Occasionally, we're kicking each other under the desk. <laughs> Occasionally, we sit down with gritted teeth. Right. <laughs> and glare at each other through mm-hmm. the entire... It happens. Yeah. But... I'm not going to wait right. until, like, there are certain things that you, you need to put on hold for the sake of your relationship. Of course. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But we're in agreement that this is part of the business. This is right. part of what we do. Right. And so I'm not going to wait right. until what is ultimately, like, you and I don't ever fight over anything big. Right. <laughs> it's something trivial, and we're two stubborn humans. Right. That's true. We both are very stubborn. And so I'm not going to wait until two right. bullheaded people say, I'm going to be cool now. No. We'll be here all week. The show's got to happen. Right. But if you're waiting it's on true. perfect, you're wasting your time. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just never going to happen. Even, even once you're in the midst of it, like you're just saying. Sometimes we sit down with gritted teeth. Sometimes we sit down really excited. It doesn't make any difference because it has to get done. Sometimes... The audio gets jacked up, and we got to re-record the whole damn show. That's right. We get a couple of shots. Because technology's real. <laughs> right. And it's going to influence your day. And it's not perfect either. No. But do you go, well, screw it, we'll do it next week? No. Let's wait till next week and put out a show? No. No. And I just, it it hurts my feelings because everyone does it in everything. Yes, it's true. The, the, I think the other thing, too, is it's like the time is going to pass regardless. Yes, so why not use your time wisely? We all know that, you know, the end is coming. Do you want to get to your end and in say... In one way, shape, or form, yeah, it <laughs> you is. You know, I wasted all of these opportunities where I could have used... We're not saying even, you know, blocking out weeks at a time. Take 30 minutes and do something that is actionable, that's going to further your goal. Right. You know, it's, it's something we've talked about on the show before and it's a, a pretty common thing in the world mm-hmm. of coaching to to key in on this particular principle but it's that parkinson's law right about a task will expand to the time it is given right and so if you're constantly waiting right you know like we talk about back planning a lot too and yeah. i'll use the example of kiddos that i use a little bit in the blog about okay i'm gonna wait for kid x to get out of diapers right. out of elementary school out of middle school out of high school out of college let's see what the grandkids are doing right you have the thing is, is if you wait between birth and college, that's 20 years. Right. You're telling me you didn't have 30 minutes, four days a week to work towards something that you really want? You say you really want it. Right. But you couldn't carve out a few minutes a few times a week? If you spent 10 minutes a day right, right now yeah. learning a language, exactly. in a year you'd be fluent. <laughs> I know. It, it makes me think of like... If you save a quarter a day by the end of the year, you know what I mean? You'll have this much money. But that's exactly what we're talking about. Someone who I've always looked up to, Arnold Schwarzenegger, he gave a speech about this. Yeah. About everyone says, that here's what I want, but they're not doing anything to go after it. Exactly. And so much of what we talk about on the show was like chasing your goals and your dreams and and a lot of leadership stuff. And this one, I mean, this ties into all of it. Yes. Because people will wait and wait and wait until all the opportunities have passed them by. 
and then and then be sad and you know lamenting the fact that they never got to do what they wanted to do or they never they never even took the chance and 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 that that is a huge issue because you know you talked about resentment to kids what happens though is i'm going to go big on this one now right cuz cuz life your life is going to create ripples whether you like yeah. it or not right and so what happens Decide the kind of if you're in the the twilight of your years mm-hmm. right and all you've got to pass down to that next generation or the one past them is stories of when you had an opportunity but you did this instead or i had an opportunity but i did this and and you might be able to justify to yourself where you are in life and find some level of contentment right but the messaging you're giving is settle 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 yeah i think and the other message in there too is you weren't important enough right you you didn't come first ever and so everything you wanted got brushed to the side and there's nothing wrong with making everyone feel important around you right but i think it is a sad thing when you step back and you look at you know the group and go that person always put themselves on the back burner unnecessarily right because they thought they were whether it's a martyr situation or they just weren't bold enough to say i need a little bit of time to work on my thing right it's just sad and and it's one of those things too where you know if you get in the habit of doing that yeah it's very hard to get out of it yes it is but it is a habit and it can be created i mean that's one of the things that i work on in my business in the fitness side of things where it's like yeah it is not always convenient to get up earlier than everybody else in the house and get sweaty and then have to, you know, shower and get ready, but it's always worth it. It it always adds something better to what your day is going to be. And, and going in this vein, like it's something, you know, I, I work with this particular thing with clients a lot because I think everyone, you know, not everyone, (laughs) I would say the majority of human beings are relatively selfless. Um, and then you got the other extreme that are like, it's all about me. Right. 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 All the time. 24-7. And most of the folks who are selfless don't want to be looked at as an all about me kind of person. Right. And so, and people struggle with this. I have yes. to work with clients on this because yep. when I say put yourself first. Right. That makes people have feelings of selfishness. Yes. And, oh, I don't want to be selfish. <laughs> right. But it is the most selfless, selfish act you can do. Right. To take care of you first. And I don't want to use the buzzword of self-care. Right. I think it's cliche and overused. (laughs) Yeah. But be on purpose about you. Right. I think the other thing, too, it's like you say, well, take care of yourself. And people think, well, I have to go to this two-week retreat in the mountains with no communication to anyone. And I'm going to sit in my little, you know, position on the mountaintop and just breathe. That's not... That's not the point. Don't do that. (laughs) That's not the point. You're not going on some... I sat by myself on top of mountains. It's not that cool. Right, but you're not... You don't have to go on some day-long self-discovery trip. No. We're talking about, you know, 30 minutes is 2% of your day. Right. (laughs) Right. You can can give up 2% of... And that's... And, what needs to get done for yourself. And so, like, for us, you know, a big part of what we do is, like, we, we both know we need... We need good endorphins mm-hmm. and good brain chemistry right. for our day. Yes. And we know that we are better versions of us 
if we get up and work out first. Right. So that is first thing that either one of us do every day. Doesn't matter. That's happening that's first. Happening. But it, it also has to be, you know, the intentionality of how you show up in a room. And what you want to get out of it. That has to come into play too. Like when I walk into a business meeting, what right. do I want? Right. I need to put my thing first. Right. Because if you don't, it's going to get lost in the shuffle. Yeah. You're going to say, okay, that's what I want. I'll wait until it's a better time to bring it up. Right. And that's never going to happen. Right. Right. Because you just agreed to a business deal that didn't have anything to do with what you want. Right. I mean, you have to be your own advocate. You have to be able to stand up and say me this is what i'm hopeful for and i i am sitting here as proof of this okay i'm not just espousing this saying right. you know be about your business and people will bend to your will that's not what i'm saying right. but right. i've walked into business meetings mm -hmm. and i've said here's here's what i can bring to the table right and they're like well not sure if that's going to work and i go i'll see you later then like, okay thank you for your time and guess what two months later the phone's ringing right hey okay. we we want what you have okay <laughs> okay then let's let's and, talk about what that looks like. But I got to jump past. I didn't wait on anything. Right. I said, no, thanks. We both high-fived and walked away. Gave me all that other time to work on what I wanted. Right. And then when it came back around, I didn't have to wait even to get to the money side of the conversation. Right. I start there. Right. Right. Okay. Where everyone knows what this is about. Yeah. What are we talking financially? Yeah. Well, I think there's also, I think, some relief that happens when you can be that type of person who just walks in and says, this is what I'm about, here's what I can do, here's what I have to offer, here's where I'm willing to bend and work with you or whatever the, hey. the situation is. But beyond that, we can go our separate ways, no hard feelings. Sure. And everybody goes, oh, well, that was clear and concise, and that's exactly what we're looking for, or that's not at all what we're looking right. for. Thanks for coming out. It, <laughs> no one is wasting time. Right. You know, and... There's no waiting on either right. side either. There, there's not this, oh, I don't know, let's see. Right. Not to see. We know. Right. We know. Well, and when you do that in your own life, when you say, okay, here's what I need. Okay. Now show up and do it. Right. So just show up and do the things that you need to do. If you know that spending 10 minutes sitting in the quiet, drinking your coffee, looking out the window puts you in a better frame of mind, then put everybody on notice. I need 10 minutes to just drink my coffee. And that's the thing, you know, it, in even the small things like that, right, that seem innocuous and it's not a big deal, the longer you wait right. on that, okay, yeah. your your window of opportunity to have a good day right. is closing. It's closing. Really quickly. Right. In your mind, that And not just coffee. in your mind. Right. <laughs> like, the way you're, you're impacting and having yeah. an effect on other people. Right is not optimal because you're waiting to do the thing that's going to make it better. Right. Don't do that. Right. Take your 10 minutes. Right. Have your little coffee treat. Right. And then go kick the day's ass. Exactly. Exactly. The, the thing is, is that, you know, just like you're saying, it is impacting everybody else. If I'm trying to have my 10 minutes, I haven't said anything to anyone and I keep getting interrupted. Do you think I'm real patient when you know, three of the four kids come up to ask me about their socks right. and their backpacks and what are they having for breakfast. And when, if I would just say, I'm going to get to you in just a minute while I'm in this chair, don't speak to me. And <laughs> There's the, nothing wrong with that. The thing that's that. great is, and people are like, well, aren't you teaching your kids to wait? Nope. Not the same thing. Right. We're, we're teaching our kids things matter. Exactly. Goals are important. Right. And doing what it takes to get there 
is vital. Right. That's what we're teaching. We're exactly. not teaching wait until I say so. Right. And the thing is, is that they also have the ability to say to us, this starts out my day in a better way. If you, you know, if you haven't seen me by whatever time in the morning, if you come in and just flip my lights on and start jumping right. around like a crazy person, that starts me out in a bad mood. If, if you could just gently remind me I'm missing my alarm, <laughs> you and know. That, that's something, you know, we, we have communication under control yes. in our house. We right. are a, a very communicative family. Yes. Not yeah. a lot of, there's no secrets. No. Everyone's very open and honest about what they think. Yeah. But, you know, it's a much better lesson for your child to say, okay, they're they're in go mode right now. Right. They are in achieve mode. Right. So I need to let them achieve and and show them a mom and a dad who went after their goals, achieved them, and still made time for everything else. Exactly. Like that is a way better example to set for your children than the one who who settles. And right. se- like, look, our kids are gonna grow up weird. <laughs> Right. And I'm excited about it. Yeah, it is exciting. I am so excited that our kids go, okay, wait a second. Right. So dad was in the infantry. Right. Mom was just mom. Right. I stayed home, did all the house things. And then now they're just they're just entrepreneurs. Right. Yeah. Right. And they're doing two different things. Right. Both having big impacts on people's lives and loving every second exactly. of it. Exactly. And really enjoying it. And I think... I mean, that is such an exciting gift to give them that there are tons of ways to achieve your goals. There are tons of ways to get to your dream. Right. You don't, you don't have to do it the way the world says. You don't have to do it the way we say. There's, you know, the world is your oyster. Get out there and figure out what works for you, but don't wait around. Cause, and here's the, the last thing I want to bring up, and we've talked about this before in a totally different context, but it's... One of those things that will always creep into situations like this and like waiting. Mm. Um, it's one of the root causes of waiting <laughs> and excusing and wh- yeah. however you want to frame it out. Kid X is out of, you know, right. now they're, they're grandpa X, but we're still waiting until, right. until they get grandparenting figured out. <laughs> it's fear. Absolutely. It is 100% a fear-based thing. Absolutely. It maybe doesn't start out as fear. Right. It starts out as, yep, I got to wait till this. Right. And there's nothing wrong with saying, I got to wait a little bit. Like everything, you know, has a season. I got that. Exactly. Um, And, you know, like we went through seasons where it was time for me to deploy. It was time for you to mom up and we'll high five here in 18 months and see what's going on. Right. Um, Seasons for everything. Yes. But once that becomes, okay, I didn't do it. Like I know people who have, like I said before, they've written or yep. they've recorded or, you know, let's take it to the business side of the house. I know folks who in corporate America had an incredible opportunity mm-hmm. to, to move, you know, light years ahead of where they were. Right. But they didn't because they didn't want to move. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand not uprooting right. a family. Moving all that is stuff. a big decision. However. But these particular individuals that are popping right to the top of my mm-hmm. head had nothing keeping them here right? or where they were at. Right. It was just a fear of like not knowing where the grocery store is. Right. And that, that should not stop you. You can ask Siri on your phone. She will take you to the nearest grocery store. <laughs> when you and I first left oh my gosh. what we knew, right. we were 19. Yeah. And or we, 19, I just turned 20. Yeah. And there was no GPS. Nope. 
there was, was no Google. MapQuest, if you could get to a computer right. with internet and a printer, you had to have that printer. Right. <laughs> if we were going anywhere distance-wise, right. we were printing out turn-by-turn -turn instructions. Exactly. Um, and we made it. Yeah. And guess what we did? Right. We got <laughs> to to dreary Washington State, yeah. and we spent the weekend driving around. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we we really did. We drove in ever-widening circles. Yep just to find the places that were close enough to us that we could hang out. And what's wild about that is if you look at the difference, in a week and a half, mm -hmm. we knew where everything was at. Absolutely. <laughs> we knew where places that people who lived there didn't know. Right. <laughs> but now you move someplace and you use Siri to tell you everything, right. you're going, and you'll never find you'll never anything. find anything. There's something really magical about being lost and finding your way. And so if it's a fear of the unknown right. that's keeping you from doing it, man... I would challenge you with is what you know that great. Right. And and what are you missing from only knowing what you know? I mean, step out there. It's an adventure. You know, our silly story about missing the cruise from last week or the week before. Yeah. Like, had we just burned right. through and made it, we yeah. would have never realized, oh, we're going to live here for forever. Right. It would have totally changed the trajectory of where we're headed. And... And, you know, the reality is, like, we could have stayed that night and never seen any of the island because right. we were afraid. What if we can't find our what way back? What if we can't? Right. We don't know anything. What if we're late again? What right. If, what, <laughs> what and if we, we could have just sat somewhere? and waited yeah. and not figured anything out. Right. So waiting is not good. No. Um, not, it's not a permanent state of being. No. No. It's, it's, of course, there's always, there's the prep time. You're getting right. yourself ready to do the thing. But then you have to actually do the thing. Quit prepping. Quit researching. Quit, you know, trying to figure out all the best practices. You're going to figure them out along the way. That and That is part of, that's part of the magic, is figuring out what works best for you. Taking a little bit from all these different sources that you're learning and then putting it in your own life and just doing it. You will never feel more accomplished than when you set out to do something and you... You figure it out. Right. <laughs> you figure it out. And then people start coming to you and saying, How do you do whatever? How did you do that? Right. How did and you go, I don't know. I just did it. Just, yeah. It sounds so simple. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it took effort and you had exactly. to make it happen. Yeah. You know, coming from a profession where it makes a direct difference on how your day goes, there's a reason why pull the trigger is a saying yeah. in taking action. Right. Because if you wait, you die. Right. Where I come from. Like, if yeah. you don't pull the trigger, yeah. game over, kid. Right. Um, but it's the same with any, you know, if you're at a range and there's targetry. Like, right. that sucker's going to pop up and it's going to go back down. Right. And if you've got it in your sights, if, you've, if you're if you ready and ready to rock, yeah. pull the trigger, pull dude. Pull the trigger. Because you're going to miss that target because you waited. Yeah. Right. So, so don't do that. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it, it's that you miss 100% of the shot you don't take. Don't sit around and wait. Right. You've got you got to move. It's you funny, gotta, like you're not a tree. We we move. always do so good about like analogy talk through analogy talk through. By the end of every episode, we're like, just don't wait. Like, <laughs> just do true. the thing. It's true. And the thing is, is I can tell you from experience because I was a well when they're out of diapers, when they're out of this, when they're out of that. I because I wanted to be fully invested in what was happening in your life, in right. the kids' lives. And I felt like if I was dividing my time, I was going to miss it. 
And the truth is, I was pouring out everything I had until there was nothing left. The, the truth and of I it is. And I wasn't even recognizable to myself anymore. I, you, I made you were myself, missing your own life. Right. I made myself miserable because everything was you know started to be this guilt-driven thing instead of a desire-driven right. thing and once i once i realized oh i can kind of have my cake and eat it too if i if i take care of myself a little bit and i feel good and i feel like i'm accomplishing things and i can see myself achieving what i want to i am so much more ready and capable and excited to help the kids right. to help you to just be in my own life and and even just sitting in the quiet thinking about all of the possibilities because it's it's going now right. it's rolling right. i don't have to be afraid of starting because i started and now i'm in it and that's the you know endorphins come from a lot of different directions yeah and if you're at the end of your day with a list of things that you're still waiting to do right and there you know there's no positive feedback from the universe saying that you're doing good and everyone's right. just going through the motions you'll get stuck in that perpetual funk yep. and it for you and for a lot of people for anybody it's really just that first like just that first go yeah that first just do it and it you know like i've watched you <laughs> lament over a blog <laughs> yeah and read and reread and proofread yeah. and read to someone else and have them read it to you and i'm and there's been times where it's like Especially your first stuff. I was oh, like, yeah. just hit go. Yeah. Just stop. Just yeah. hit go. Yeah. And those were your exact words. And it's just scary. Just put it out there. It's scary. Just put it out there. It doesn't for, have to be perfect. For people, like, I've never been that sort of a personality. Yeah. Like, I'm a, I'm a jump first, look for a parachute later kind of guy. <laughs> and sometimes to my detriment, you know, yeah. but a lot of the time I'll find a parachute. Yeah. 99% yeah. of the time there's a chute there waiting. Right. Um, and so that mindset of, like, waiting... Yeah. It doesn't jive with how I right. how it's, I am it's innately. It's to you. But I can see it. Yeah. And it hurts my head to see it. Right. And so it, because it's painful. It's painful for you to watch. It's painful the person for the person that's in it too. It's painful because I love being how I am. Right. And I know like, yeah, I've had a few bumps and bruises along the way because I'm right. a jump first kind of guy, <laughs> but man, look at all the great free falls I got to have because of it. Right. You right. know, I get to look back on some really cool stuff from just going. Right. And I hate to see this in other people because I'm like, you're just, you're missing the essence of being right. you. <laughs> right. Right. I think that's the, and, and that's the fear thing is that, and it goes back to what we talked about last week. Well, what if people don't like me? Who cares? You know what I mean? I think that is, that is, I, it that, is. that, that a lot of, of it is the fear is like, well, what if, what if nobody cares? What if, what if they all laugh at and me? And you think if you wait until, you right. know, it, Hale Bop comes back again and everyone's get, got their Nikes on, be <laughs> you'll be ready to, this will be the time. Right. What's that thing trailing Hale Bop? I don't know. I don't know. Probably a spaceship. <laughs> Probably not, dumbass. But <laughs> we saw a documentary recently. Right. Kind of seeped into the show there. <laughs> Crazy people. Yeah. Um, Hey, look, and as far as people not liking me, if you don't like me because of that, good. Tune out now. It's fine. <laughs> That's right. It's fine. <laughs> Weeding out the... Yeah. <laughs> Finds its own level. Um, but yeah, it, it sucks because, you know, you're you're waiting yourself out of your life. You're waiting yourself out of opportunities and, you know, you're going to run out of them. Yeah. 
and, it, and there's excitement to be had. There's stories that need to be told, and if you're not experiencing them, you can't tell the story. Like, what's a better story? I jumped out of a plane, right? And my parachute opened, and I landed just fine. I jumped out of a plane; it it opened funky, and I hit hard. Or I never jumped out of a plane. Yeah. Like those first two stories are cool. Right. Oh, right. That story sucks. Right. Right. Because there's so much sadness in it. I never. I never did. Right. I, I didn't get to. I never put myself in the position to be able to. I was too scared. Even worse for people who have content or have an idea. Right. Or are in line for that promotion. Yep. You're on the plane. Right. You have the shoot on. Right. And you're afraid and so you wait and you never jump right and the plane lands and you get off carrying your chute and you just experience the same boring ride everyone else did yep yep uh-uh jump out have some fun yep <laughs> anything to add don't wait just do it Man. first part's the scariest but it's so worth it you learn so much in that first part you learn a lot about yourself you learn a lot about the world right just do it and you're gonna screw up. Yeah, and, and that's, that's great. Okay. Learn from people it. People identify with that. People identify with. Oops, sorry guys. But look, <laughs> the longer you wait to hit go on it, yeah, the longer it's gonna take to get to that first screw up, to learn a, a way around it or a way through it yeah. to improve. That's what I say all the time when people ask me about content creation. Like if I don't look back in two months and say what I did sucked, right? I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. I right. need to keep growing. I need to keep tweaking and making right. it better. No, I know I'm going to look back at some of my first things and go, oh my gosh. <laughs> but I'd much but rather great. have... It's exciting to see growth. I'd much rather have an audience now that I can give better content later exactly. than no audience now for content that I think I'm going to make better later. Right. Because I'm waiting. Right. Stop waiting. Waiting for a better mic. Shut up. Just go. Just go. Just get out there. Put yourself out there. All right. I think that's good. Yep. I jammed a lot of military analogies into this one. So it was good. Sorry, not sorry. I liked it. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and we will talk to you next time. Bye. All right, folks. There you have it. That was the show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I uh, hope you got something out of it. You know, it is, it's one of those things that it just happens to folks. And unless we are like intentionally doing things to prevent it or just taking that action, just hit the go button, right? Um, we can all kind of slip into that trap. So hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, do me a solid, head over to the website, head over to BelvaAverageLeadership.com and just check it out. Just click on veteran sponsorship and just read about it. All right. Uh, I said a little bit on the show, if you're a veteran or an active duty service member, like, and you want to get involved either signing up or helping out, whatever you want to do, just check out the page. Do me that solid. And I will talk to you guys next time.